do you want to be apart from being an athlete? Our hope and prayer here on More Than an Athlete is to provide short, helpful, and biblical content that will equip you in becoming more like Christ and making Him known in your athletic spheres. Thanks for tuning in, and we hope you enjoy this week's episode. What's up, athletes? I hope you are having a great fall season. We get to hear today from Chase Kaufman, who is a former American football tight end. He played college football for the University of Mizzou for all the Mizzou lovers out there. And uh, he holds numerous records for them and earned a consensus All-American honors and was recognized as the best college tight end in the country. He was chosen by the Cincinnati Bengals in the third round of the 2009 NFL draft and continued to play for over eight seasons. Him and his wife, Stacy now live in Kansas City with their three kids. And Chase, you have a long list of awards. It was fun to read about. But today you asked to talk about using your success. And I think that stands out to me because even today, you're out of the NFL, you're still wanting to use your success as a football player for God's glory. So I'm excited to hear from you, and we appreciate you being on here. Thanks for having me, Grace. And uh, like you said, I've had, had a lot of neat opportunities, and um, you know, as I continue to grow, and, and, I, and I love what this podcast is all about, but as I continue to grow, just kind of seeing and and making sure that that it is all given to God, that it is all his and that he can give and take away as as he sees fit. Yeah. So, um, you know, it's really cool and something the world values, but but an awesome an awesome platform that I've been given. Mm, that's awesome. OK, I'd love to hear your story and uh, how you came to know the Lord. And then when you saw football differently and how that that probably ties together as well. Yeah, so at an early age, my parents were the first in, in their perspective families to kind of come to the Lord and, and make that decision for themselves, which um, I'm the oldest of four kids. And that really obviously impacted us for, for, you know, <laughs> for, for years now that, that have, you know, been in, in our lives and grow up going to church, going to FCA fellowship of Christian athlete camps, sports camps, growing up, um, and, you know, naturally just attracted to all different kinds of sports and we're gifted in that in that lane so our parents tried to find ways that you know it would be fun to you know put sports together with christianity so you can kind of learn them both instead of you know putting somebody that is bouncing off the walls or really wanting to throw balls around and catch balls or tackle people or whatever yeah. into a classroom all day <laughs> um so yeah that that's kind of you know I accepted Christ at an early age in my parents' bedroom with with my mom at, at her bedside, and um, I've just continued to grow as a Christian and still growing as a Christian. As you know, as as you probably know, is it's never over and, and never perfection until you reach heaven. So, right. still striving to ask God, you know, God, where where do you want me? Um, continue to lead me and trying to be open to hearing that because this can be a busy world. Yeah, for sure. That's awesome. And I think too, from being an athlete, I love your perspective is, you know, high school, college, and then professional, we're supposed to be working towards these goals and have all of these successes as athletes. But how do you think we should view success as Christ followers and athletes together? Yeah, um, that, that can be such a tough one. And it's like, you know, i I, I think of like, I, I know the plans I have for you, plans to prosper, plans for good and, and not evil. Right. And, 
you know, we as human beings, like, man, this is my plan. I'm going to, I'm going to be, you know, all state win championships, go to the school that I want to go to. And nowadays get paid the NIL money and get drafted and, you know, win an NFL Super Bowl and be a Hall of Famer. And like, that's my plan. Um, but that doesn't always work out the best way. Uh, very rarely does, does your plan succeed. Mm-hmm. But I think if you're open to, you know, just continuing to be positive and taking steps forward, however that plan does does actually play out, it's kind of like, well, man, God's opening and closing the doors that that He wants to lead lead me in. Um, for myself, be open, be open to stepping through that door and taking whatever opportunity is on the other side. Um, because sometimes it's a lot better than, you know, the outcome is going to be a lot better than what you thought that the outcome of, you know, all these things stacked on top of each other were going to be, right? The, yeah. the world, the worldly success, the worldly, mm-hmm. you know, money, power, fame, influence, all those things. That's, that's a worldly thing. And this is, you know, the devil's <laughs> playground. Um, you know, we're not of this world. We're of, we're of a different, different race, a different breed. We're, you know, made in the image of God and made for heaven. And so when you start to be able to sit back and say, all right, God, you know, this is my plan. Um, but where do you, where do you want me? Right. And I got, I, you said I played eight, eight, eight years in the NFL with six different teams. I got cut 12 times. And through that process, it, that was really that, that step back mm-hmm. for me and saying, God, where, where do you want me? Right. Like I, I desired to be a first round pick. I desired to be the starter, a pro bowler and, you know, catch passes and touchdowns and be on winning teams. Everybody wants that. That's, that's just what the world values. Um, but the moment I finally stepped back and said, all right, God, like I've been cut a number of times now, I, I understand I don't control that much. Um, you know, I'm, I'm fine if it's just on practice squad or if you have something completely different for me. And, you know, in that moment, it was just such a burden lifted off my shoulders. And so, so much more peace throughout the working out process, the tryout process, the, you know, going in and watching film and, you know, getting just, you know, every single day looking at exactly every single play you do and, you know, getting critiqued on every single second of the day. like, all right, you know, it doesn't matter that much. God's got this. I'm just going to give my best and he'll control the rest. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So good. You were talking about just the desires, like wanting to be the first round pick and, and the, the, the desire of success. Would you say it's bad of you wanting to be successful? Like we're talking to athletes here that are following Christ and they're either going into their first season or their last season um, of time left as an athlete and they're desiring to be successful what would you say to the athlete yeah I mean I feel like I've like had that same question for myself a lot of times Mm -hmm. um but God puts things on your heart and if you know if that's football or tennis or whatever sport I mean he gave you a gifting to be able to to do that at the level that you're at um now to desire success I mean God asks you to do everything as if you're doing it for the Lord well, you know, again, whether that's a different sport or yeah. a science or 
in whatever your gifting and you know passion is like he's put that there so continue to to strive for success and look for ways to do that better but i think you try to look at the priorities that that god has aligned for you in whatever season of life that is and you know are those are those aligned um and then you know how does that that look in whatever it is that you're doing so for mm-hmm. football you know am i am i giving god like the first of my time and you know <laughs> once once we started having kids i realized how much time i was wasting <laughs> but you know are 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 those things aligned first right and then you know strive for success and it's it's tough it's heartbreaking whenever you don't don't reach that because you put so much time and effort in but realize god's God's got such a bigger plan for you, such a better plan for you. And, you know, very rarely are you grown or, or learn through easy things or through success. Usually it's through failure. Usually it's through, you know, hard, hard times and having to learn maybe a different way or just perseverance through the way that, you know, you're doing it to, Hey, look, like that's, that's the right way that you're doing it just you know they threw a hail mary and you know those are very rarely you know, rarely happen and so keep doing the right things and it'll eventually turn out to be you know where i want you to be mm, yeah that's good so, yeah. To, to, to play on that again like consistency is i think the biggest thing and god wants your heart so be consistent in giving that to god and he'll continue to lead lead you where that is right and continue to open the doors and and give you availability and opportunity in those areas that you're still passionate about I think yeah yeah and I love that you touched on the consistency aspect because even thinking now like you're you're out of the NFL and you're still wanting to you know make Christ known and uh, walk with him so how did how did that look like coming out of the NFL um, not being in there anymore and you're still wanting to use your, your success, how have you seen it be worth it? And then what are even practicals of how to do this? If you're talking to an athlete, that's, you know, maybe they are really successful or even just being an athlete in general, there's such a platform. What are practicals that would help them be able to actually do this? Yeah. Um, again, that's something that I, that I feel like I struggle with myself and continue to ask and pray about. Um, that's, that's one of my big prayers is God help me be a better, like a prayer warrior, <laughs> help me to help me to be able to understand and pray better because there's a lot of things that I don't even know what to pray for. Um, how to do this better is continue to look at those priorities that God says that you should have. For me, that was getting out and trying to diagnose what do I, what do I enjoy doing? What do I want to get into? What do I think that is a need for people in society today? And, you know, ultimately that led me into financial advising where I am now, company BMG Advisors here in Kansas City that I'm with. And that was because, you know, number one, I I wanted, I was interested in managing my own money for myself, my wife, my family. Number two, it provided a lifestyle that that I felt like was beneficial for my family, and that I want I want God first, I want my wife second, my kids, and and then then my work, and I felt like I was going to be able to do that and enjoy the process of getting into this career. I I believe that 
everybody needs trustworthy financial knowledge and wisdom, uh, whatever you know currency that you're using or will use in the future. I think that's something that touches everybody's lives. Uh, every piece of it, every aspect of people's lives. Money is something that's needed to function in society today. Mm-hmm. And so for me, that was, you know, how can I continue to put the priorities that, that I feel like God has put on my heart to be a successful you know, man of God and still do this career at, at a high level and that's what led me to this industry uh, and, and what I'm doing now. So for you, for anybody out there, look at, try to look at what you like, what opportunities you have, and start doing the things that you want to do 10, 20, 30 years down the road. Start doing those today mm-hmm. because I know in my, my football career, you know, leading up to game week, or, you know, right now, I know the, the Chiefs, all the NFL teams, they've reported to camp already. They're all in camp right now. And the coach is always going to tell you, you're not going to just, you know, snap your fingers and be doing something different on game day. If that's what you, if that's what you think is going to happen, then you're fooling yourself. Start doing the things that you know will lead to success right now or to the lifestyle that you want. For me, you know, pouring into my wife, giving my wife time, date night, you know, mm-hmm. <laughs> time away from the kids when there's nights like nights like we were talking about earlier, where, you know, we've had a week of the kids running into our bedroom every single night. So giving her time to start doing those things and not bogging myself down with with work in, in this aspect or in this industry because that's what I want my life to look like. That's what I want my relationship with my life to look like in retirement when I'm 65 years old. Mm -hmm. If I start thinking about that now or the relationship that I have with my kids as they grow up, if I start start taking control of that now, then it's going to be where I want it to be down the road. If I say, Hey, you know, I'm going to, I'm going to really just grind this out, grind this out and, you know, not focus on those relationships. Then they're not going to be there when I, when I feel like I want to start engaging. Um, and to, to play on that, there's also, I know there's seasons of training camp where you do have to dial in and you do have to do those things. So, you know, looking at your lifestyle and seeing how that, how that plays out, trying to say, what is, what is the time frame that I need to do this in? And if you're married, is my spouse on board with that? Are they, because you are one, you need to make sure that, that that's something that you're both on board with. If you're single, if you're whatever, a different stage of life, that's something that, you know, maybe you can spend a whole lot more time and do, hey, this is my focus. This is what I'm doing. And, you know, I have time because I'm not married or I don't have kids to pour into to relationships um, that may not be as tight-knit or close as a marriage or, or uh, a mother or father relationship so that's kind of my that's my two cents I guess (laughs) yeah no that's good so from the worldly perspective like you made the NFL you had that happen and even in your success at the University of Missouri like you were 
all of these accolades that the six that the world would see as such success um and obviously from a young age you knew the lord and had that on your heart throughout college but how how was it worth it like how did you see still choosing christ in the midst of all those accolades um how did you see that be worth it god is is everlasting like he'll always be there those those awards will fade people will forget them and we do live in a world of what can you do for me today and <laughs> what's what's a what's an award you know and all of it, it it might get you know it it does allow some neat opportunities still and i'm not gonna lie on that but you know, life is, is not over. We're continuing to keep going, you know, in this industry of financial advising, what is retirement, right? Retirement, I say, is owning your time because if you just retire and check out and hit the golf course seven days a week or the beach or whatever that is for you, are you, are you making a lasting impact on other people? Hmm. Now you can make arguments that you're doing that on the beach or you're doing it on a golf course and, you know, to each person, God's given different circumstances. So, to compare is, is a really hard thing, but try to figure that, that for yourself and, you know, continue to just take those steps and, and trying to hear God's voice, trying to be led by God, because again, we, we have these plans and they're all great. And they look good on paper for our lives, uh, for our relationships, for our jobs, for you know, this podcast, but ultimately God's going to throw something in there that, Hey, you know, I want, I want you to grow in this way. And the only way that you're going to grow in this is if I do X, Y, Z that you have to learn. And maybe it's a struggle for a season, but as long as you continue to go back to God and say, God, God, I'm yours. You, you lead it, you guide it. I'm going to continue to give full effort because that's, what's expected. I'm going to continue to show up every day, continue to try to be joyful and and put in the work in whatever you're doing, you know, from mm -hmm. podcasts for financial advising, for football, for tennis, I'm going to continue to put the work in to be great. And, yeah. and I'm going to be fine with the outcome, even though sometimes it hurts when it fails, you got to get back up and don't quit. Um, a verse that my brother sent me, and I, I tell this to everybody, anytime that I speak or anytime I'm on podcasts is Galatians 6, 9. That's do not grow weary in doing good for at the proper time, you will reap a harvest if you do not give up. And I tell people that all the time, just don't quit. If you don't quit, you got a chance. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's such a great verse too. And I think of just the word surrender, like how you just keep talking about all these plans and the plans on paper that we have, or the plans in the back of our minds, walking into our practices or games or whatever it is, and that God's always worth it. And just to surrender that is always going to be worth it too. I'm thinking back to, let's say you're walking into your first day um, within the NFL or even right after you got drafted, what would you want to tell yourself at that point? I would tell myself, don't take this too seriously. Enjoy it because it goes quick. Uh, you can... For any of you guys that want to watch out there, my rookie training camp was highlighted on Hard Knocks on HBO. And as you may or may not know, HBO is an unedited, unfiltered channel. 
So you're going to hear me getting cussed out a lot. And at that time, I'd had quite a bit of success, obviously, to get to that stage. Mm -hmm. But it was the first time in my life where I felt like, man, this maybe this isn't for me. And I didn't quit. And that's, you know, how I got in eight years in the NFL. But there can be a lot of stress, a lot of anxiety when you're going through tough times or when you want something so bad that you may you may be blinded to the good opportunities or the good things that are happening you yeah. know, right in front of your face. And I don't know that I missed out or, or not on some of those things, but I do know that especially early on in my career, I was a lot more stressed than looking back now what I what I could have and should have been Mm -hmm. yeah yeah for sure and even just how God used that to produce even today like what you're talking about with the financial advising that is not the worldly standards to say like who are you going to impact in those years of retirement like that is the opposite of our generation and uh what the work (laughs) yeah right but it's so worth it and even just what god produced in you through that time uh and even just you talked about just the cuts and having to just figure out where God was leading you and just how worth it it was. And so I think that's really neat to hear about because this isn't your daily, you know, what you're hearing from an NFL player. Like this is someone, you know, you're like you said, your first priority is God. And so I think that's so cool. And uh, what else would you want to say to an athlete that just is sitting here wanting to hear practicals and wherever they're at in their athletic career, uh, what what else would you want to say in regards to using your success? Um, the, the, I, I do want to hit on what you said is, you know, I say I want to put God, I, I put God first. That's mm-hmm. I want to put God first, I think is the more accurate term. Of, you know, I'm a failure just like everybody else in this world, right? I'm, I'm just trying. So continue to just keep trying, show up. Um, you've been through college and, you know, one thing that I was told is, coming into Mizzou is showing up is a lot of it. Show up, mm-hmm. let the teacher know, you know, who you are and that you're going to be intent on, on just engaging throughout the class. Yeah. And I think that's, that's a lot of what God wants. Show up, let, let him know that, God, I want, I want you to impact my life and it's not always going to work and we're going to mess up a lot. Uh, but but just continuing to not quit that's that's a big theme in my life if you can't tell Mm -hmm. and (laughs) so that would be number one number two seek wise counsel Uh, proverbs is an amazing book of the bible if if you guys want to go check that out reading it one day a month or one one day one chapter kind of gets you a full month and there's a lot of people out there that may be doing something that you want to do. Reach out to them. Don't be afraid to, to get turned down and kind of see their, their life isn't going to be, or their, their, their words aren't going to be an exact fit for you, but see if some of that can be brought into your life to get you where you want to go. Yeah. Yeah. And, so good. And then focus on the relationships. That's something that's going to last more than, anything else ever will. Mm, 
And I was thinking of this verse, uh, Luke 9, 23, and it says, then he said to them all, whoever wants to be my disciple must deny themselves daily and take up their cross and follow me. And even that part where it says uh, cross daily, like what you're saying now, and even in your athletic career, like daily, it's a commitment to show up and to follow Christ every single day. And I see that as such a theme of uh, even after being an athlete, like I said, with more than an athlete, it's far more than just our time um, with our eligibility or whatever it is. So I, I love to hear about your career and just that it's a daily thing, even after athletes are just continuing to want to know Christ. And uh, last question, just kind of thinking of your athletic career and NFL and Mizzou, all of the things, and even now just getting to continue to use that success, what would you say it means to you to be more than an athlete? Be somebody that points people towards Christ. Ultimately, that's what I want my life to be is if somebody sees Trace Kaufman sitting out there in the street or <laughs> in my office, at my home, coaching my kids, practice uh, along with other kids, I want them to say, man, there's something different about that guy. And if you're not a Christian, I want to know what that is. How can I be like that? I want my life to show value and to, to point ultimately to God. And, you know, the athlete part and kind of the, the theme of, of today was you know, how to use that platform. And because of that platform and because of my height at 6'6", six, six, people naturally just, see, you know, see me. <laughs> But to, to, be, to be able to ultimately push those things aside and those, yeah, they're cool. They're, you know, they're great, but that's what I, that's what I ultimately desire. And that's what I want to find my value in. That's something that my mom told all four of us kids and praise the Lord. We were all able to have division one scholarships to play sports is don't find your identity in what you do. Find it in Christ. Mm. That will never change football, uh, volleyball for my sister, you know, you'll get, you'll have your ups and downs, you'll have your bumps and bruises and it'll ultimately end, but Christ is forever. Yeah. So good. So good. And I think something that's neat too, is, uh, one of the forms I send to guests that are on here is just one of the taglines at the top is to provide practicals with integrity and humility, and then to saturate this conversation with the word. And I think it's so, it's so cool just to watch all three of those, um, be known through your athletic career. And also just now, um, in financial advising or whatever the athlete that will, that's listening will end up doing like after being an athlete, it's so neat to watch what God will do when we surrender our plans and uh, want to use our success for him. And even just what I catch is just the taste of the joy uh, of what it is to be more than an athlete and to actually want to use your success for God's glory. So Chase, I just appreciate you being on here and it's so neat and honestly so refreshing uh, to hear someone who is successful uh, in the sports world just still claim Christ and uh, want him to be made, made known more clearly than anything else. So thanks so much for being on here, Chase. We appreciate it. Thank you, Grace. I appreciate you. All right, athletes. I hope you have a great rest of your week.
Hey, we want to thank you for listening. Did you know that you could help More Than An Athlete by rating, reviewing, and subscribing? Follow us on Instagram at More Than An Athlete. And the more that you do this, the more athletes can tune in and find the content. We hope you found this week's episode helpful and encouraging.